Welcome to the Washdown Podcast, episode number 60. And tonight we are joined by police officer Scott Nelson. He's a returning guest to the show. And he and James and I have a great conversation about Jeeps because Scott just bought one. So we kind of go down that rabbit hole and, you know, we discuss a bunch of stuff just like normal. So hope you guys enjoy it. It was a great episode to shoot. Like, subscribe, click on the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. Um, So, yeah, here it is. Episode number 60 of the Washdown podcast. Because your face doesn't say you're fine. I have RBF. No, it's RDF. I went over this with uh, Dana Johnson and my wife. I have resting gender neutral face. You got to help me out, Scott. (laughs) You you just got to. It's only the third time I've seen you. That's 2022. Not the normal face I'm used to. It's a resting gender neutral face. Great. So, hey, everybody. We've gone completely liberal. We've gone politically correct. Politically correct? It's 2022. Get with the times, old man. Oh, so are you on on the bandwagon of canceling Joe Rogan, too? No. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only because I want his viewers to come over here. Well, they're like, God, we don't have Rogan to listen to. Who do we listen to? And I'm just like, hey. So hey. I, w- I was going to make a video about that, but I figured since it is 2022, I can't make a video about that. So. But you can make a video about not making a video about it. Right. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Do you think that was a hit piece or not? Hundred percent. Yeah, that's uh, that's been the general consensus from everyone that I've talked to, and every podcast that has talked about it has. Yeah, they conveniently cut and smashed it up, and yeah. Welcome. Thanks. Good to have you back. Yeah. Even though I wasn't here for the first one, I was excluded. Were you not here for his? Uh Uh-uh. Where were you at? Oh, you probably just didn't show up. Our tens, listen. <laughs> our, our tens of viewers follow this podcast because of me. Uh huh. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even know each other existed and who each other were until like a month after the pot. No, it was like a couple weeks. Yeah, it was right after. Yeah. That's why didn't you? Why weren't you here that night? When was it? Uh. Oh, I think that was whenever Rachel was at WCPR the first time, and you had that some... doesn't answer where I was. Well, you were supposed to be back, and were not. You missed two whole days of shooting. What month was it? Would have been August. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say September, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it might have been September. Yeah. Was I in Colorado? I think it was your motorcycle ride, or... Something like that. I don't know. Now I'm curious. So it whatever it was, it was a complete bullshit reason. Huh. We did have the handsome Chris here though. Oh, yes, here. we did. Skip podcast. Yeah. Yep, it's in my calendar. Skip podcast. Yeah. Kind of figured. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided we're going to talk about Jeeps today. We did decide we're going to talk about Jeeps. And motorcycles. And, um, no. 
Yeah. No, we're going to talk about motorcycles. <laughs> no, about and we're going to talk about all the dumbass shit. Miranda. What, absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say that cops and firemen spend money on as coping mechanisms instead of getting their brain fixed the right way. But, yeah, we're going to talk about Moran specifically. Yeah. Why am I riding in February? Because my brain needs it, damn it. That's why. I'm, you know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You're fucking stupid for doing that. Why? Salt on the road. People are not looking for motorcycles. They don't look for motorcycles in the summer. They look for more in the summer than they do in the winter. And the roads are crap. And how many times have you fucking laid your bike over in the last week? Listen. Listen. Because of? Stupid people. Mm-hmm. And mud. Mm-hmm. But and listen. all of that could have been avoided if? It wouldn't have snowed and people were paying attention. Take the top off your Jeep and go out in your Jeep instead. His Jeep is in the yeah, shop. See, why again. Do you ha- <laughs> I thought it was done. It's be- it's mostly done. <laughs> There's like one thing we're working on. We're trying to clear a code and we know how to fix it. Learn something. Uh-huh. Um, so you may not have this problem because I don't know if your lift is tall enough. You might. Do you? It's a three and a half inch lift. What's the problem? So Opie and I have been fighting our wheel speed sensors. Okay. Um, like, and it throws that ABS code. Mm-hmm. And we keep getting dirt in them. And we couldn't figure out why. Mm-hmm. Until, thank God, at the shop we hired a guy from Chrysler. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, you just got to extend the lines. And we're like, wait, what? He's like, oh, yeah, any Jeep lifted over basically four inches, especially the Rubicons with the sway bar disconnect. They'll just flex and they'll pull that little line right out and they'll get dirt in it. And I'm like, yeah. Dude. Duh. How did you? Duh. It's the same thing with you have to extend the brake lines and like whenever you lift anything, especially over four inches, there's a whole bunch more than just putting springs on it and saying, calling it good. Yeah. Now I know that. Yeah. I learned all that shit whenever I was lifting that YJ. No. That's why I had to put the, you know, the new rear drive shaft and slip yoke eliminator and all that stuff on. Because it was four inches of lift. Um, Opie's Jeep and mine are going back. (laughs) Opie's just going in, I think, next week. Yeah. Before Moab. So, yeah. I mean, it's an easy fix, though. Yeah. that's Well, as soon as you said it, I was just like, well, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm having, well, I have an oil leak, I think. Could be the rear main seal. Maybe. Not sure. Um, And... I was, my front drive shaft is looking a little bit weird where it runs into the transfer case. You know what else I learned? What's that? Um, there are three other prominent 4x4 shops in the city that I called and just asked because... So he was in the shop the other day and asking... Uh, we, were gonna, we were pricing out diff covers, mm-hmm. which you and I did on my first one. Mm-hmm. And so... Part of ours, when we do that now, it's built in, we service the differentials. Mm-hmm. Because why? Because you lose all your fluid. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I called the other shops because we had somebody else come in, and we were like, and they're like, well, this shop said it was this much. We're like, well, we service your differentials. Well, the other shop didn't say I needed my differential service, and I was like, yeah, when you crack that case, you're going to start leaking oil. You're going to start leaking gear oil. And he's mm-hmm. like, really? And I'm like, yeah. I, I know firsthand. Mm-hmm. And so I called the other shops and I was like, hey, 
you know, just ask for prices and it's cheaper. I was like, do you service them? He was like, no, we don't need to service them. I was like, don't you have to undo the bolts? But he's like, yeah, but the things stay sealed. And I said, oh. Um, if you have a lube blocker on there, it might. That's the only thing, but that's something you'd have to put on aftermarket. Yeah. And I guarantee you any Jeep over 10,000 miles that they crack those differentials on. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we were kind of talking about that a little bit before you got here because <coughs> um, you were late. But um, I don't see the need for diff skid plates. Uh, what? I've never bashed mine. Uh, okay. I know a ton of people that run without them. Never had an issue. Be good for them. Now, the thing that I would say is that oil pan skid plate... 100%. ...is an absolute must. Yep. Especially you if you have... a list. Yeah, I did give him a list. Especially yeah. if you have a 3.8. I did not put that oil pan skid... Was it not? No, because it, it we have to go through a different vendor for it, and it's like 350 bucks. Mm-hmm. But... Mountain off-road, oil pan, skid plate. Is that what it was? I got the same one as you did, but I thought yep. it was a different brand. Nope. Mountain off-road. It's more M-O-R-E. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's that's the one, dude. And it, it the reason I like that one above the other brands is because it covers part of the transmission, part of the engine, and all the, it's all the, the way oil. back. It's all yeah. the way back to the heavy cross the cross member. Yeah. Um. You're it's... if you if you jack up your oil pan with that thing on, you deserve it. I I have some gouges in my diff plates that say different. <laughs> and you've been there for some of them. And it's not like I'm just bouncing through acting like Yeah, a but I've done the same trails and not hit any of the shit that you hit. Well, maybe I'm just more adventurous. I don't know. I don't know. I was, I'm just saying. I hit him when you were of, off in a bathroom break. Okay. <laughs> Still had to drive over the same shit. <laughs> you just need to slow down a little bit. I do go pay, slow. Pay attention to I where go you're going. I go too slow. Pat gets mad at how slow I go. Well... So I go slow enough. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I for me personally, that's not a huge need or want. And part of that is you're going to lose some height on your diffs anyway, so you're going to hit them more. So I do wonder if you put them on, if you would hit them more. You will. Because, I mean, the ones that we put on yours, we lost what? Inch and a half. At least. So, I mean, that could be all of the difference of, you hitting them or not hitting them? Yeah. Because a four-inch lift on 38s, you would think. You would think you would clear it. Yeah. Because I've got, I mean, every time that we've been out together, I've had 35s on a three-and-a-half-inch lift and never bash my diff. Yeah. But that oil pan one. Yeah. Game changer. Yeah. Gas Total tank. Game changer. Gas tank is this. And here's another oh, thing. I do have my gas tank, I guess. They come with a factory. Yeah. I, I don't I think, mean, I think it's I put not it a on yours, one, but, but I don't. So what I what I will say, do not buy crappy sidesteps. Get actual slide rails. Yeah, that's what rock I have. rails. Yeah. I just did it the fuck out of them. <laughs> yeah. So I know I have the same ones. Yes. Yeah. You have the ours are good. Yeah. The ones that I used to have on there, whenever I pulled them off and put my new rock rails on, I bent my body. Well, you remember the ones that were on my Jeep when I first bought it, those stupid steps? Mm-hmm. Basically the same ones yeah. that I have. Yeah. I was like, no, this person didn't take this thing off-road. Not with those. 
Yeah. <laughs> or they'd be bent or ripped off. Yep. I hit I hit my sidestep one time out at one of the places that we go, and it bent the step. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And then whenever I was pulling them off, I noticed, okay, it bent the step. It bent the rocker panel right here. <laughs> and it also bent right here because they were not attached to the body mounts. They were attached to the body. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so. I hate people. Yes. Stop. Well, and here's the thing. You can't even say they were cutting corners and being cheap because the actual rock sliders that I put on were less expensive than the steps that were on there. Those steps were 500 and something bucks. The rock sliders were 250 Aren't you glad you got a Jeep? Yeah. We can just tell you all the ways you can I mean, tear I'm, it the fuck up. I, mean, I don't know if I could say it, but I'm like the virgin here. Oh, so yeah, to everybody listening, our friend here bought a Jeep. <laughs> yes. Because he's stupid. Because <laughs> apparently he just has money he doesn't want anymore. <laughs> it's like a boat, but on land. You just, hey, I don't... You do know what Jeep stands for, right? Just empty every pocket. There you go. Yep. First lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Just pick up more over time. Yeah. <laughs> Hope off duty's good. <laughs> it's not too bad. And I feel I, he's probably mad at me because when he first got, I was like, "Man, you're gonna love it. It's great. Uh, you're Jeeps, yeah, woohoo, Jeeps." Now I'm like, yeah, "You are dumb, <laughs> sucker." Got another one. <laughs> Make sure Gina doesn't watch this one until after it's hers is delivered. Yeah, sure. She's one bought one. Yeah, they're a double oh, G. They're a double yeah. Jeep household double now. Double Jeep family. New. Wow. Brand new. Brand new. Yeah. Is she going to offer that one? No, probably not. We'll you mean you're not going to have your little two-way communication, hit no. all the trails together? Could you imagine? Start a YouTube channel for yourself. What's What's a quicker way to get a divorce? Sitting in the same Jeep on the trails? Or sitting in separate Jeeps on the trails? Um, <laughs> I think probably being outside the Jeep spotting yeah. and them not doing what you're telling them to do. <laughs> and then they break something. <laughs> that would be the fastest way. She ain't driving my Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I said the same thing. And uh, I may have drove 40% of the trails in Colorado last time we went. Because every time I got out to go spot somebody else, I turn around and here comes Rachel in the chair. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I really wanted to drive that trail. Yeah. yeah. I was working off duty. Today's Tuesday, right? I think. I was working off duty set, uh, yeah. Sunday. And she's like, can I take your Jeep to the store? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Walk, woman. <laughs> it's only seven miles. You look fine. Did you work out today? No, I guess you're walking. She works out more than me, so. <laughs> this should be an easy walk. <laughs> Run it. <laughs> oh, So, what are your, and we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but what's your plans, like, what's the allure of having the Jeep for you? Well, we went to Colorado, and I don't remember where we stayed anymore. But it was on the other side of the mountain from Leadville, and they had the the pass over through the mountains. And they're like, "Oh, if you had a jeep, you could have taken that." But her little car would not go through that. So that was kind of what got it going for us, because we truly that was my first time to Colorado, and now I want to go back and do some trails. I'm not into the big rock crawling like you are. I want the the medium stuff. So. So it'd be fair to say more of like an overlanding type of thing. Do you yeah. like to camp and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. So, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, you just hit the 
cash register button right there. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but you got to get a dual battery system, a roof fridge, tent, a rooftop. Ladder, yeah, fridge, well, generator. See, and I've gone back and forth on the rooftop, the rooftop tent. I bought a tent. That's what I have. I have the ground tent sets up really fast. Yeah. I I like putting my soft top on, and I don't like having any weight right up on the top of the jeep so i know there's a lot of people that use them and i think for if we didn't have dogs that we took with us maybe it would be a little bit more feasible and there's you know some places you camp it's a safety issue you want to be up off the ground yeah and but all i that mean stuff, here's the thing i'd rather just get eaten by the grizzly bear on the ground than drug off the top of my jeep and then eaten because the grizzly bears get to the top of your jeep how do you figure you got a four inch lift with 38s on it. Yeah, and the top of my Jeep is like six foot, well, six yeah, and a half foot. Just roll to the other and side. And grizzly bears are like 15 feet. They're not 15 <laughs> feet tall. When... They're at least 10. No. <laughs> you can fact check yourself. I don't think they're that tall. I don't think they can get you in a rooftop tent. You're not going to Alaska, are you? That's not. I think Alaska would be a great trip. Eight feet. That would be fun. Eight feet. Eight feet. We're dead. You know, that's how tall their head is. That's not how far they can reach. Their mouth will fuck you up. If you lean over the side of the Jeep and say, here, come eat me, I think you'll be okay. Well, of course I'm going to antagonize it. I'm not just going to stay in my tent. <laughs> Carry a gun. I have that too. Yeah. I've seen his guns... Better, I, better throwing a sandwich I at it. I have changed my lifestyle. Really? Yes. Have you? Yes. Because I can't tell. Yes. You're still riding your motorcycle in February. You're uh -huh. still showing up late to everything. Seems like it's like par for the course, business as usual. But my guns are cleaner. I don't believe it. Okay, we'll come look at them. Okay. I've changed. <laughs> he said that's super quiet. <laughs> It's all good, man. I'm just giving you shit. Seen the campaign with Will Ferrell? Uh-huh. I fucked <laughs> up. Yes. Yeah, I've learned. Okay. All right. So Safe what's... In, what's you should keep dirty guns. Huh? Oh, dude. I had two dirty guns. That was it. Go, go out and uh, take your drag link off and just grab all the grease out of it. That's what... The I had his gun looked like. two dirty guns one time. That was it. For 25 years. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you fell in love with Colorado. I did. It was awesome. I'm ready to go back. I told him, I told him all about the, like, the trails around URA, and I, I think the Alpine Loop would be super easy. Yeah. We're doing 10 days in July. We are? Mm-hmm. Who's we? Well, me and Rachel and whoever else wants to go. When in July? I think we're leaving July 9th. Damn it. When? The 9th and the 19th. And then we got the Rubicon trip I was trying to get him in on. When is that? It hasn't officially been decided. So I will decide that in the next couple of days and send out an email. Or not an email, but a text. I'm running out of vacation days. Yeah, and you don't have your ace in the hole anymore. No. I lost my skull. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, but I've yeah. got a joker, and that joker's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
So I lost, I lost my chief that happened to be in the Jeep Club with us that happened to get me every day I needed off that he was going on. <laughs> but I didn't ask questions. I just was appreciative. So, yeah, those are the two big. I mean, the biggest thing with the Rubicon trip is just logistics. Right. Of it's so far away, it's a two day trip just to get there. I'm buying a new trailer. Okay, it's still two days to get there. I know, but I'm buying a forty footer, so we can haul two jeeps. Okay, just FYI. Is it going to be enclosed? No, because mm-hmm. well, that's what I wanted was mm-hmm. enclosed, but all the enclosed are eighty five inches. Would you like to guess wide? Eighty five inches wide. Oh yeah, that's not going to work. Well, it would. Before I got those Mickey Thompsons. Now I set it 86 inches. Well. It is what it is. Yeah. Get some so. tires and look like a monster truck when they're hauling them around. Oh, I could, oh yeah. I could just get like little stock wheels. <laughs> yeah, but then where are you going to put your five tires at? I just, well, the one tire just stays on the back. Yeah. And then I just stack the other ones in the trailer. Okay, but what about for the other Jeep? So that's eight tires. Your Jeep will fit. Your Jeep would fit. You have 12 and a half. Yeah. I have 14s. Why? Because they were cool and insurance paid for this. (laughs) (laughs) I heard the story. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you had to change your wheels too? No. No, they fit on your wheels? They fit on my wheels. What wheels are you running? The uh, Black Rhinos, the Beadlocks. 17 by 9? Or 17 by... 17 by... By... I forgot. By... Not 17 (laughs) by 9, for sure. No. Because 12 and a half, I think, that's the biggest those will go. Whatever Opie's are, because he's running 13 and a half. I'll look tomorrow. Yeah. I forgot. So, yeah. I mean, you can go down the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. With modifications and stuff like that. Guess and what else I learned? Guess what bolts up right to the stock transmission for a 2012 to 2019 JK? What is that? 5.7. Okay. Don't have to swap the transmission. Okay. Guess how much 5.7s are? Like twenty five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. How much are the axles and the drive shafts that you're going to have to change? I'm already good there. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Don't run this for me. <laughs> you're not running a Dana sixty in the back. You don't have a Hard Rock forty four in the front. Which, if you're going to run a five seven, you want a sixty in the front too. Why? Why are you running this for me? I'm just trying to be the voice of reason. My front axle Like whenever is... I told you don't ride your motorcycle in February. You told me that after. <laughs> I told you that before. No, you didn't. Yes. When did you tell me? When you first got a bike. I've been drunk since then. Um, <laughs> I mean, that front axle's pretty well built now. Yeah, huh? Spent a lot of money on that son of a bitch. Not for a 5.7, it's not. Why you gotta ruin things? Dude, it's just... I'm not ruining anything. You ruined it. I'm just... Ruined it. I'm pointing out the flaws in your plan. Did you bring an umbrella for this fucking parade that's being rained on? Okay, fine. It's a great idea, James. Thank you. Would you like me to, to do that? No, it's a I great idea. Hold, I think I'm going to hold off till I get tons. 
but thanks why? For that, but why? Why? Uh, you know, just... it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be totally fine. You're gonna run almost forty inch tires on stock size axles with a five seven. It's a Dana forty four that's trussed with upgraded axle with chromoly axle shafts. Mm-hmm. It's fine ish. <laughs> Did you upgrade the U-joints, too? Uh-huh. So then, for sure, your axles are going to fail instead hate, of the U-joint. Uh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> uh, I hate you. <laughs> Just go trade your Jeep in and get a truck. It's, save yourself a lot of heartache. It's not I'm not going to deck mine out like yours. I don't have the pocketbook for it. Well, so, are you planning on long off-road trips? I'd or, like to. I mean... Yeah. So have like you said, looked into fridges and dual battery setup and all that stuff? Or no, like no? I've had this thing two weeks. Oh, okay. So you're still he did upgrade his steering really stabilizer though. Virgin. Yeah, I did. I, he did upgrade his steering stabilizer. I said you do that right now, and he said okay. We were talking about. I haven't that. put it on yet. So I Even though I told him to get a dual, and he went with a single, but it's okay. It's okay. You know my feelings on the dual. I'm running a single now. Because <laughs> I can't run a dual. <laughs> yeah. You don't like the dual or you do? I don't. Um, the reason why is the dual can mask a lot of issues. Ball joints. Ball joint issues and tie rod issues. So, I mean, it's great in the short term. In the long term, whenever because you start running bigger tires, you start having you know, hub issues and ball joint issues and all that stuff. They just wear out a little bit faster. That's all it is. If you have that dual stabilizer on there, it can mask them until they get really bad instead of catching it early where it's just the ball joint and it hasn't wrecked your other stuff. So yeah, I, I personally will never run a dual steering stabilizer, but that's just, and let's clarify that this is all personal opinion. Yeah. Everything that we're talking about is personal opinion. None of us are freaking experts by any stretch of the imagination. I'll tell you this. I ran a dual steering stabilizer, and it masked everything, including my steering gearbox going out. So, if they work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it ends up, if you hadn't had it on there, your gearbox might not have went out. Yeah. So, I mean, now, whole front end later... Yeah. Then I was like, oh, it's not that bad. No, oh, it's not bad. Yeah. So, which I've already changed mine. I changed the tie rod, drag link, all that stuff. Upgraded all of that stuff. So, and if you're going to be doing, you know, long trips, off-road, you want to be able to trust those parts. Right. So, it's something to think about. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying run out and drop 40 grand and build it into a monster especially right. since you're not going to be doing a whole bunch of the hard stuff and yeah. hitting stuff real fast i mean the stock stuff will last like i told you i got one hundred and twenty thousand miles on my jeep and i didn't replace any of that stuff until probably ten thousand miles ago okay. i got sixty thousand so. and it ain't shit lasted on that <laughs> 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 yeah I, I don't even want to talk about the uh, we'll just mm. Have you done your hubs yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I, that all got that all got done last year. Yeah, I've literally in the last year, twelve calendar months, literally two days ago because it popped up on my timeline. 
as of two days ago, so in the last 367 days, I have had my Jeep all of January and one week in July. That's it. But she's pretty. She is pretty. I mean, so you have, so there's trailer queens. Those are the ones, the Jeeps that people haul from, you know, the house to the, no, I'm getting to him. So we have trailer queens. Those are the ones that people haul from, you know, their house to the trail and do the trails. Then you have the mall crawlers that they never go off road. They got all of the, you know, the winch and the big tires on 20s or 22s or whatever. And, but they're pavement princesses. Well, then you got the shop queens. That's what his is. But she wears that tiara nicely. (laughs) Let me tell you. I think, Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. everything that can be replaced has been replaced. Well, yeah, I mean, the only thing original on that thing, I think, is the frame and the body. And the motor. Yeah. Everything else has been gone through and redone. So, I mean, in theory, that Jeep, you shouldn't have any problems with that Jeep for years to come. So, a couple months. Yeah. (laughs) First time you take it off road. Fuck. (laughs) I'm telling you, I think I'm... Better be done by the 26th. It will be. When we go to Moab... I think you'd really need to rethink going on the 26th. Because if you go on the 26th, you might not make Moab. Why did you have to put that, <laughs> why did you have to put that in the air? Dude, I'm telling you, when we go to like Pritchett Canyon, uh-huh. I'm just riding along the top of the canyon watching everybody else. <laughs> I'm not taking my way. You guys doing a ride down there? All right, cool. Oh, that looks bad. <laughs> I'm going to do, do fins and things. And fins and things. <laughs> and the little strip up and down the main street. I'm going to do that and fins and things. <laughs> We're going to call it good. That's a go. two out of ten trail. Not going to not gonna attempt Metal Masher or any of the hot tubs or... Fins and things. Fins and things? Fins and things. Okay. And maybe Elephant Hill. Uh, yeah, I want to do that one. I might, I might pull into the parking lot of Poison Spider. That's about it. <laughs> So these are all trails in right. Moab. There's yeah. like 10 of them. They're all Badge of Honor trails. If you ever no. wondering why my bumper, not why it's caved in, that's from a tree. If you're ever wondering why the bumper sits like this, it's because there's like this like four-foot drop at Poison Spider. And apparently it's just not made for four doors because I just ripped How is Poison out. Spider a Badge of Honor trail? I don't because know. the stipulations for Badge of Honor trail is it has to be able to be done with a stock Jeep. You can, that's, a, you can do a stock jeep. Without taking damage? Because that's the stipulation. Who said anything about damage? That's the stipulation, dude. Did you ever see the original Rubicons they did the Rubicon trail in? Mm-hmm. Then you can do that trail in a stock jeep without taking damage. The bypasses. Still the trail. The, the 1 to 10, the 1 you can do in the stock jeep. Yeah. Still, still the trail. Well, I mean, you can... A lot of those obstacles... Are optional and weren't part of the original trail. Yeah, you can do you can do poison spider in a two door fine, or or you can do poison spider in a four door with a spotter that doesn't have boobs because that's what fucked me. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 yeah. hey, 
it's 2022. Men have boobs now. <laughs> Eyes are up here, asshole. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's 2022. <laughs> Men can have babies now. Um, God, I, I'm gonna get back to you on the 20th. I might. <laughs> I'll probably take my Jeep down there. I'll bring it down. I just don't know if I'll take it off the trailer. <laughs> Just don't do the hard trails. Because I'm not doing the hard trails. See, here's the thing. Moran has this issue called ego. I was going to say, it's called an ego. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't, it's something I've noticed about, you can't just kind of go and just No, if you're doing and, it, I'm doing it. Yeah. So if yeah, anybody, I don't think any of us that are going are going to be doing those hard ones. Well, then he'll instigate doing it. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Listen, if I'm fucking my Jeep up, I'm fucking everybody's Jeeps up. Yeah. But see, you have the option of not fucking your shit up. You don't have to break it every time you go out. It's so hard not to, though. I don't want to. It's just hard not to. No, it's really easy. Oh, wait. You know what? You know what's funny, though? Mm -hmm. It's when I'm in groups, it's when I break it. When mm -hmm. I'm by myself, I don't break it. Mm -hmm. It's because you're showing out. That's exactly what it is. Uh, no, it's when I was with, when Wallace was with me, I didn't show out. It's because your grandpa was with you. Yeah, and it broke twice. You still need to go though. I am zero for two with him. Because worst case scenario, you just ride with me. Yeah, so my jeep will go. I just must stay on the trailer. Why don't you drive it there? Why not? Why do you... Uh, yeah, so, you're not going to drive it on the trail, so... No, I'll drive my Jeep on the trail. Uh, I'm, I'm not driving my Jeep. No. Why? Those tires. I'm not wearing through those tires. I'm not buying... I like those tires. I want those tires, and I'm not sure purchasing... Won't cover hey, you, that. Re you, you realize... <laughs> I'm not purchasing so those let tires. Me, let me explain something to you. If you don't break those tires in, they're going to be shit when you get to Moab. I know. So you probably should drive it. I broke them in. I made it three days in South Dakota before the training went out. That's not broken. Ish. I just, I, I, a, I don't want to listen to him th that long. Mm -hmm. And B, when I break it, mm -hmm. how am I getting home? Don't break it. Trailer. Okay. If you break it, you're not going to Moab. Easy trails, you said? <laughs> okay that's why i want you to go so you be like yeah don't do that shit that's not going to be the words that come out of his mouth Scott. <laughs> i'm hoping you... <laughs> it is thank you because you know what he's gonna have to answer to Jana if he lets me do that stupid shit she's a redhead you don't want to piss her off i've seen her man oh, fuck i don't appreciate being manipulated like that <laughs> Hey, it's getting pulled in two directions. It's going to be fine. like that scene in The Hangover, like, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at work. <laughs> I ain't coming to get you. We lost Phil. Who's <laughs> Phil? I don't know, but we lost him. And then a Jeep broke, but that's not important. <laughs> yeah. How are you getting home? Uh, Uber. 
the new, you know what I like about K Rocks though? Is they have like the high pressure air fills there. You can air your tires up in like 20 seconds. Hmm. It must be an upgrade from the last time I was there. Yeah, it's real nice. I'm, that's going to be my next thing. We'll be putting the <laughs> ARB dual compressor on mine. Were you, <laughs> were you, do you remember when we came off of, I forgot what it was when my little Harbor Freight compressor shot out, out in Colorado? Yes. <laughs> so yes. it's just sitting on my butt. Things worked like a charm, except it gets like a thousand degrees. <laughs> and so it's just sitting on my bumper and it's just, airing up my tire. And all of a sudden it looked like a transformer exploded. It's just like, Boom! And sparks go everywhere, and it's like, nah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So you didn't make the trip to Texas with us. Mm-mm. So my Smitty built compressor basically did almost the same thing, except it was the it's got an inline fuse, mm-hmm. and the fuse went poof, and a little thing of smoke came out, and it just stopped. And I looked over at Chris because he was with me, and I'm like, why'd you turn it off? He goes, well, I was moving it from one tire to the next, so I turned it off to move it. And I was like, I never do that. So I'm like trying to turn it back on. Then I'm looking, and the cord's real hot. So I open up the little fuse protector thing, and it looked like somebody had just like melted jello <laughs> into this thing. And I mean, yeah, dude, it was bad. So completely done. Couldn't get it out compressor was just ruined i think i'm gonna i think before moab i'm gonna get co2 i still don't i mean i get it it airs them up fast 30 to 40 fills for the 10 pound bottle i would still just rather have an air compressor well i do i have that i've got the dual tank rigid one that but i was saving that one for air tools but nobody ever bought any air tools and i don't want to buy air tools yeah so i don't know I might just well, where tires. are you going to mount that thing in your Jeep anyway? It's huge. In the back? Yeah, but you can't put anything around it. Yeah, I can. So, my two tool chests that I had, I'm mm-hmm. just going to put those. I'm going to I'm gonna take out the back seat or just permanently lay it down. The thing's going to get super hot. <sighs> yeah. You so figure I, out how to wire it in? I, it's done. That's yeah. done. That was part of the shop. Yeah. I'm just going to go with the ARB dual compressor and then bart had it had one he's got his mounted up on the back roll bar um by his fridge the only the only reason i thought about the co2 having seen it and how fast it fills them yeah it's because like i'm going from five psi yeah and i get that but i've also seen that co2 hose shoot off and almost smack people in the face well that's what i'm gonna pay somebody else to do it. <laughs> like, hey you real quick five bucks here my tires i'll be over here <laughs> just watching yeah we so i mean i get it for like for speed and all that stuff it's great but my thing is we're at the point where we're airing up we're going home for the day or we're driving for however long if i want to take if it takes me 15 minutes to air up 20 minutes Fuck but it. the other thing, too, I'm not against, like, especially with the trailer, just fucking loading it and airing it up when I get back. Yeah. With a better compressor. Well, so for the Rubicon, my understanding, where we will be parking to park the truck and leave it and then unload and do the trail, it's like an hour and a half to two hours to drive back all the way around oh. to pick that stuff up. Damn. So it's not something that... <coughs> I would drive on pavement. 
No, but like in K Rocks, it's just you pull back in the parking lot. Yeah. 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 If you're going to an off road park, then sure. But if you're doing like the stuff that I've been doing lately, the more overlanding stuff, you know, you're going to drive on the highway for a while to get wherever you're going and then air down and you'll be aired down for three, four days before you hit pavement again. And then you air up and come home. You should do the Rubicon trail with us. Absolutely should. Maybe. It should be fun. Should do Moab. Just call and sick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got the road. (laughs) I only got five days of vacation left for this year. Oh, shit. So it's already scheduled. Yeah, he's not going to make the Rubicon. Joys of a wedding. Uh, You could get married on the Rubicon. Yeah. I'll let you break that to her. (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna send the text right now your phone is gonna blow up and this podcast will be over (laughs) and you won't be allowed to hang out with us anymore (laughs) wedding is canceled (laughs) Scott is going on the Rubicon with us please refer any questions Jeremy. <laughs> Whoa! To anyone Throwing me under the bus like that? Me. <laughs> so please refer any questions to anyone but me. Oh, there you go. Mostly Scott. So, yeah, next time that I plan a trip down to Arkansas, I'll shoot you a text message. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because I think you would enjoy that. It's not the trails down there, not super hard. So, a lot of water crossings. Right. So, but... Yeah, I'm just trying to be a sponge right now. <laughs> and <laughs> so new phone. Who did? <laughs> Basically, what it boils down to, Scott, is all of it's personal preference and what you're going to be using the Jeep for. Right. So, and you'll figure all that stuff out as you go along. There's a ton of different websites. And that's the thing that I would encourage you to do is whenever you're looking at, okay, I want to get this part or I want to do this. What do I need to do that? And then shop around. You can find stuff. Don't get really enamored of name brands because a lot of the. Dude, that's what I, I run a lot of rough country and I'm really happy. I'm fucking fine with it. I mean, I've got Rough Country Springs on mine, and they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. So there was Rough Country Springs on before, and they were crap. They wore out super fast and almost caused me to wreck the Jeep. But the new ones are holding up, so we'll see. So, And the skid plates that we put on his were I, heavy duty. Yeah, I don't, and truthfully, the Rough Country skid plates are thicker than that more one. If we're, like, just talking about thickness. Mm, I don't know about that. I know because I just had them all off. I was looking at them. Hmm. Maybe. If we're going to talk about weld quality or whatever else, that's a different discussion. But thickness, yeah. rough country. Yeah. So let's move on to the uh, the other part of the conversation. Yes. Why do we spend so much time and money on hobbies? Because I hate people. That cause us to work insane amounts of overtime. Hating people. (laughs) 
I work so much around people I hate so I can go spend time not around them. Yeah. Kind of so seems like... Uh, instead of just like a happy medium, Yeah, it's not, all or nothing. Yeah. Why is it all or nothing? I don't know. I, I don't think I have a... Uh, a half speed? Half speed. It's just all skinny pedal all the time. Yep. Are you like that, Scott? Whenever you get into a hobby, are you... Floor not, down. Not or? like that. I mean, I grew up on dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. So then getting into this, and you know, I'm, I'm also an outdoorsman, anyways. I like to hunt and fish. So yeah, I mean, I spend money there too, but I don't go crazy. I just got enough to. I'll tell you when I think it started for me. Mm-hmm. It was probably college. And like in high school, you know, I, I played three sports. Like, I I just did different things. Mm-hmm. In college, it's like, this is your job. This is what you do. This is your life. And I got into that routine of, like, this is what I'm doing. It gets my all. Right? Even, like, for football, it's, yeah, we had a season. The season made up a third of our time. Because mm-hmm. you have summer workouts yeah. twice a day. You same, have as ba- same as basketball. Yeah. So, like, yeah. In, it's college athletics. Like, you yeah. have the off season, You have the summer. Yeah. And so I just, I didn't know an off switch. It mm-hmm. was just go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And then I took my EMT, my freshman year of college, and just the dedication that's like with any, like whether it be the academy or whatever, it's just, it, it requires intense focus and dedication. So I'm like, boom. Mm-hmm. And then it was work, 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 football, football, football. And then I left college and it was like, oh, better find the same thing. Better, better find something just as addicting, just as, as something to fill my time to this level of intensity that it was in college. And it was, you know, then the fire service, I'm like, do, 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 do. Because, again, it's one of those jobs It's like it does take a lot out of you physically, mentally. It, there's a pretty significant amount of dedication to do the job the right way. I'm not saying superhero or anything like that or above and beyond, but just to do it the way it should be done, it does take a significant amount of dedication compared to other jobs. Well, and then there's also the pressure to kind of go above and beyond with the yes. culture of having that extra interaction. Um, and so I just, I guess you could kind of almost equate it to like an alcoholic that stops drinking but then spends every day in the gym. The addiction and the addictive behavior is still there. One just societal norms say is better than the other um it can be still just as destructive mm-hmm. um we just tend to glorify in shape people more than drunks um so that's kind of how it's been with me like i mean you've been here with this journey for me mm-hmm. from the very first time i got a jeep to the very first time you took me out on the trail to where i am now mm-hmm. sixty thousand dollars later mm-hmm same with my bike. You were with me for my first bike. Compared to the ex- shit I have now, like, can't just. <laughs> yeah. It's, you go to the extreme. Yep. And, dude, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting nice stuff and wanting to upgrade and all that stuff. But there's also nothing wrong with rolling with what you got for a little while. Figuring it out. You know, it to me, it's almost like the, the reason I wanted KCF 
Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah. Yeah. It's why I wanted the department I worked at compared to others. I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm I'm doing it the best. Like, yeah, you want to be at the gold standard. Yeah. Yeah. And I've just... And you and I have had this conversation, so welcome a little bit of the inside of my life. Is like, I don't know anything other than, like, we are doing it here. Not perfection, necessarily. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm well aware enough to know I'm, perfection is very hard to achieve. But we're going to operate at a very high and functional level. Mm-hmm. Until you don't. Until I don't. But the problem is, like, when you take in the fire department and then the shop I work at, and then my Jeep and my bike, and taking care of my grandpa, and then the dogs, and then union committees running at 100%, you know. Motorcycle groups. Yeah, running at, you know, 90 miles an hour the whole time. It's when I get in days like today where I'm just like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. And I'm snapping on people. And when I'm operating this fat, you know, at such a high level all the time, one thing goes wrong and the day just goes to shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Something's going to give at some point. But for and me sitting on the outside, I don't see it that way. Because I do a fantastic no, job I, of hiding it. Your bike, your Jeep, your dogs, that's your out. You guys are always talking about mental wellness, right? Mm-hmm. That's just keeping you sane. To a certain extent. To, and here's, and I'm going to surprisingly agree with Jeremy on this. You are correct. But I borderline... I would say, and on, I'm going to be 100%. On an unhealthy addiction yeah. with it. Yes. And it's not borderline. It's unhealthy. We've had the conversation. I'm just going to be blatantly honest with you. But I was honest first, so fuck you. Yeah. Um, it's too much. Like, one of those things, yeah, that's a healthy out. But you can't stack all of that stuff. It's like what he was talking about, the addiction aspect of it. It's the constantly being busy that doesn't mean that you're working on yourself and you're relaxed and you're having a good time. It's okay. I have to go here to have a good time, but I only have this much time to be there. And then I have to go to this other thing. That's a good time. And then this other thing, and then this other thing. And then before you know it, it's, well, he's running 10 minutes late, 20 minutes late, an hour late. So it becomes less of a good time and more of a stressor. And then on top of that, you talk about the money that you're spending with all these different hobbies. So now, okay, well, instead of just working my regular shift or an overtime day, you know, once a week or once a month, well, now I'm going to work four or five days in a row on the regular. So now he's at the station, not getting sleep. And it's just, it's a cycle. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, since we're having this intervention, welcome, Scott. <laughs> well, I, I, I said we were talking about it. Yeah. Talk about it. So, what's your plan, man, going forward? I don't what, know. what are you going to do? I don't see a good out because I'm not selling them. Selling, selling them is the good out, let's be honest. Uh, and I know it's the good out because once I sold a 450, I feel great not stressing about it. So, I had a show if, truck too. If, if, you're going, <laughs> if you're going in the extreme again, yeah, sell it all. Don't do any of it. Well, then what are you going to do? So you're not going to be happy that way, and that doesn't solve the problem. That's just avoidance. No, that's all that I'm is. Feeling, I've, I've been feeling more and more like an addict lately because i just telling myself, I only have a couple more things to do to it, then I'll be done. Mm-hmm. I only have a couple more things to do to this, then I'll be done. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so I'm tired of that, and I get a new project. Mm-hmm. Like, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on that Jeep. Mm-hmm. And what's one of the first things I talked about on the show here today? Engine swap. Mm-hmm. Done right, 10 grand. Axle swap. Done right, 20 grand. Mm-hmm. And you won't drive it on the street. No, I'll drive it on the street. So then that means it is a 100% toy, and you got to buy a new trailer to haul it. Mm-hmm. So that's another however many thousands of dollars. Yep. And you're going to use it once a year, maybe? Yep. Um, and then the bike. Well, we've talked numbers. I'll tell you numbers. Mm-hmm. Bought it for 26 I put another 10 into it mm-hmm. in a year. Or shit that it didn't need. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll cut you some slack on the bike thing. Because that's normal. I mean, anybody pretty much that buys a motorcycle, you're immediately going to drop some cash on it. I've done it myself. I did it with the bike setting up there right now. You know, I put money into that Jeep. However, I have a hard line of I'm not going to spend anymore or I'm only going to spend on what I need. And it's not, I don't need an axle swap. I don't need to do all these big extravagant things. Do I want this part or that part? Yeah, and I'll get around to it. But it's not, I don't have to do it right now. Like right now, right now, right now. And I'm not doing both at the same time. I didn't start on any Jeep or any any project like that until I was done with that bike. And I think for me personally, I learned my lesson on the last bike that I had. Because I dropped so much money on it, and then you could say you learned to listen with patches too. Yeah, I mean that's just part of having an. I've went a long time without a patches comment. Let's recognize that it's been some months. Yeah, but I'll tell you, with that Jeep, that's it was a ninety-five YJ dude. Patches was a beautiful soul. You're gonna drop money. You know, like like the ugly puppy that is so ugly, it's cute, right? And like. Like, Wint's ugliest puppy of the year, and you're like, oh, it's so cute. Patches. Yeah. However, <laughs> the amount of money that I spent on that Jeep, nowhere close. Because yeah, it's a I 95. <laughs> yeah, because it's a 95. The parts are cheap. I mean, parts were dirt cheap. And it needed some fixing. I didn't do anything to that Jeep that didn't absolutely have to be done. I think something for me... And I'll caution you on this, just like as a friend for conversation that just happens to be recorded, I guess. What was addicting for me about both the Jeep and the bike were like, it, fuck it, god damn it. Now that I think about it, it really was like a fucking drug. Because, you know, I, you guys have seen pictures of it. Like, I'd just be, I'd see the most beautiful things. You get the coolest experiences. Like, you just can't beat mm-hmm. unless you're on a bike or in a Jeep. And, like, I just moth to a flame. Mm-hmm. It's literally no different than heroin. Yeah. Like, the so, shit you'll scrounge and do just to get that high. Again, so what's the out? I don't know. Do they, I mean, make, I, a, do they make a Jeep rehab? <laughs> what, what, like, what's that like? Do they send you somewhere and make you drive a Bronco? <laughs> Or a fucking Toyota. Probably an FJ. Oh, God. 
Suicide's better. Power. A Jeep power wheel. Oh, yes. That's even better. No, do, I mean, Jeep, do, you, pink Jeep do you want my wheel. opinion? As your friend, do you do you want my opinion? Mm, don't do you say, want my... don't say the F word. We're not the F word. Oh, we're not the F word? All right. <laughs> I told Jeremy he's being a shitty friend today. Apparently, somebody doesn't understand fucking sarcasm. You don't understand sarcasm. You don't understand sarcasm. What's your advice, did you, did pal? you really think that I was being serious, telling you so to pissed. leave the bike in the middle of the road? I was so pissed. Was so That's your thing with inflecting whatever on a text message. Yeah, it's a text message. It's not my yeah. fault. Nothing today was my fault. <laughs> Okay, that's part of your problem. This is all your fault. What you need to do is stop. Stop with the upgrades. You need to cut back on some shit. I will say, I, I feel like I'm in a place with the bike that I'm like, like I'm happy, right? Okay. Got speakers, got the exhaust, got the stage tree. Like I'm good. I don't really want, I don't okay. want anything else. For how long? I, I, for a while. I love my paint. I love. I love the pinstriping. Mm-hmm. Now I love my stereo. So you want me to tell you what's going to happen to your bike if you keep riding it with salt on the road? No. I don't want you to tell me that. I'm going to tell you it anyway. it sounds expensive. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. You're going to be replacing a majority of those parts within two years. You're a fucking asshole. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Just let me have one nice thing. You're I'm like, trying to. This is what you said. I'm trying to this keep you, you having nice things. Here's what you you're said. You're not going to have a nice thing you in two said, years. You said, you know what yeah. you need to do? Stop. And I said, yeah, I'm actually at a place where I can stop. You're like, no, you're going to spend more money. Thanks. You're the worst addiction counselor <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. That's that's the reality of it. Well, you know what? Maybe you, if I had get, my Jeep. Yeah. To drive around with salt on the road with yeah, the top but off. But you won't drive it. I can't. I literally can't. If you had it, you wouldn't drive it. Oh, yeah, I drive around town. But you wouldn't drive it two hours to go off-road? Nope. There's no difference. Yeah, there is a difference. If I'm on the highway, I want to do 80. Again, that's where self-restraint comes in. Mm -hmm. Baby steps here. There's also nothing wrong with towing the Jeep. I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. In your case, I think it's a bad idea. I think if you would make yourself drive it to and from the trail, you'd be less likely to break it. I agree with him on that one. Who the fuck invited (laughs) me? And I'm just the new guy. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you, buddy. No, what's making me not going to break it is Moab (laughs) to a week later. (laughs) I see, and I don't think that that would even cross your mind. It wasn't going to until now. Yeah, I just went down there and broke it and been like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you. So by what, I, what I'm meaning whenever I say you need to cut back, you need to cut back on all of the stuff you're doing that's like the right now stuff that you got to do right now. You know, so the we do, we have what we call labor management. In our fire department, so it makes up administration, our chief's union, and our firefighters union. So we have different committees and whatnot. And I 
told myself and my addiction thinking here that like I never wanted to be the one at the kitchen table of the firehouse bitching about something without saying I did something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know what you know about the labor management process, but watching paint dry is approximately 100 times faster than this process. Um, and it's it really makes you want to beat your fucking head on a wall. Like, because you'll be like, why did this person do this? Why does this group think this? This is stupid. Like, it's just the way we do it. And I would sign up for, God, double-digit committees. You know, we'd be, I'd have six committees and t- six or seven project t- groups. And it just, it every, every damn day. Mm-hmm. Every day, there's something. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you know? No, dude, I've seen your calendar. I think, honestly, that's one of the things you need to take a step back from. Like, every day. Too many irons in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. I've been telling him that for a year. Or longer. I thought the episode about me was the second episode. Not episode 55. You, like always, made this episode about you. No, I made this episode about Scott, and it somehow got turned to me. Well, Well, let me help you solve your problem, then. Yes. On the 26th. Go with us on the 26th and follow us. Don't lead, follow. And enjoy the time down there with a couple guys. I can do that. Don't do the crazy stuff. Just don't let me lead. That's... Right? Go have fun. We're not going to stop smoking on day one. Mm-hmm. We're just going to reduce the amount of cigarettes we smoke. Mm-hmm. I'll follow. Okay. And, and... And if you don't, I'm telling Jeremy in... And I'll even do you one better. If I say, hey, let's try this, you're going to say... Hell no. Okay. And then if I say, hey, I <laughs> think you can do that, do that, you're going to say, fuck off. And I'm just going to be like, okay. And eventually you're going to tell me to fuck off about nine or ten times. And I'm going to get it. And I'm just going to leave and do my thing. <laughs> Because you got to remember, I got to drive my Jeep home. True. Or, if you break it, I'll trailer home and you get to drive mine home at approximately 50 miles per hour. The whole way. Yeah, I don't do 50. I'm like you. I do 80. <laughs> Thank you. <yeah. laughs> you can do 80 in my Jeep, but it's going to sound like a bomb is about to explode for two straight hours. <laughs> Why? Actually, I did fix that. I put a super chip in it. I just flashed mine today. More money. <laughs> you should have freaking got the reprogrammer, dude. I got a programmer. I got to put mm-hmm. a super chip in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Ish. I can do 70. Baby steps. <coughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'll you know what else? I, you know what else I found out? What's that? This was getting pissy off, but I'm going to tell you because we're friends and I'm being open and honest. Okay. Especially towards like the end of writing season when I was writing consistently. Mm-hmm. I would, I, I tried to use my bike as a release, even if it was for a half hour or an hour, just get out and ride for a little bit. Mm-hmm. The more and more I would do, like if I did like three or four days in a row and I'd go out and ride, 
I had been, and still sometimes am much more aggressive when I ride than after just working like a day. Yeah. It's understandable. I mean, there's a certain level of... To the point that it's not enjoyable because I'm just cussing out cars and weaving in and out of traffic. Yeah. So that tells me that the motorcycle riding for you is not really a relaxing thing or an enjoyment thing. It is. It's not. It It is like a third of the time. A third okay, of the time. So you want to be happy a third of the time? A third of the time it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. A third of the time I'm forcing myself to do it because I think I need to do it. Mm-hmm. And a third of the time I'm angry. Okay. So, like I said, you want to be happy a third of the time. And be miserable two-thirds of the time. Like, even when I went to Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. I was excited. The whole I was like, this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. The ride through Arizona was beautiful, but then, like, the ride through Mexico, I was just pissed off the whole time because the roads were shitty. You know, like, I just... Yeah. We're literally riding down the fucking coastline, and I'm mad. Mm-hmm. And it set the precedent for the whole week. Yeah. So, that's... Yeah, dude. I'm being honest with you. I know. I thought this was the the circle of trust. It is. I'm being honest with you. You got that quote, right? Yes. What's it from? It's from the Robert De Niro movie. No, it's from old school. Where Will Ferrell is talking about picturing the waitress's panties. (laughs) The counselor. Yeah, the counselor and his wife. It was the The circle of trust Fokker. Yes, the Fockers. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's where they're, Will Ferrell and his wife are in the counselor's office, and he's describing what he thought the waitress's panties would be, and they look at him and he's like, what? I, I thought we were in the, the, the circle, the, the nest of trust. <laughs> and they're like, oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so what I would say to that, and again, kind of an expert, I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express like two weeks ago. I have a podcast, so yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. So... I mean, obviously, it's not something that you're going to jump on your bike and be happy every oh. single time. It's not the stress release that you got it for. Because it sounds to me what you're t- what you're saying is a majority of the time that you're on it, you're not happy. I don't, I don't, maybe a third's are too big. It just seems like the, the negatives outweigh. Outweigh the positives? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so today, today was my get back on the saddle after wrecking mm-hmm. and see how i do mm-hmm. and i was just like these stupid fucking people are not paying the fuck attention and i just was mm-hmm. like and I, you know what i know you know how i know whether i'm relaxed or not mm-hmm. how fast my hands go dumb mm-hmm. that's how i can tell if i if i'm relaxed i'll go an hour before they i even feel a tingle in them if i'm yeah. pissed off 10 minutes yeah it's directly related to how hard you are squeezing on the handlebars yep. and how much you're squeezing your shoulders up because you're tense. Yep. So, I mean, and it's perfectly natural since you just laid it over, what, a week ago? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be tense the first couple times you get on it. But that brings me back to my other point. You know that I don't ride this time of year. Nelson doesn't ride this time of year. It's not safe. I got bigger balls. It's okay. No, I'm just kidding. No, dude, I'm I'm telling you this from somebody that's ridden motorcycles for a majority of their life. Especially in our area, 
with having salt on the road and all that stuff, my bike is not leaving that garage until April. But it's so nice. And that's today. even de- so that's nice. dependent. Sixty-five degrees. It's dependent on having a good rain and washing all that crap off the road. Dady said the same thing. You guys are all full of shit. <laughs> Get Dude. your Jeep back. Take the top off. Yeah. See, this whole thing could have been avoided. Yeah. If Chrysler made a worth a shit transmission. Or. You didn't fuck it up. I didn't fuck. Nothing. You, you had no responsibility. Dear Lord, this man is testing my nerve. So you, you take no responsibility for that transmission going out. None. At what did it have on it? 50,000 miles? Yes. That doesn't happen. Unless it's a Chrysler. Unless. It's a Chrysler. Let's go down this road. Come on. Unless. It's a Chrysler. Should we pull up the reviews on the 68 RFE? It's a shit transmission. In the trucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we have the same Jeep. Yeah. Twice as many miles. Yeah, if you think transmission, you're not thinking, oh, Chrysler, yeah, yeah, totally. No, you don't think that. Wait, you thinking Pugat? No, I'm, I'm thinking Allison. Okay, so I'm don't thinking you... anybody but Chrysler, quite frankly. I'm just saying. Even though they did make a really pretty good transmission for the JKs, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know how I fucked it up, Jeremy. I don't know how. What do you want me to say? I wasn't hot rodding it. Could it have been a lot of the stuff that you did to it? No. No. Couldn't have been the bigger tires, the added weight, Mm-mm. the lift. No. no. I don't know. I don't know what it, what it was. None of that stuff? Mm-mm. I don't know. It's weird. It's crazy how that shit happens, ain't it? Like I don't know what happened. Like I am so. Whenever my hubs went out on mine, like nothing to do with the fact that it had twenty inch wheels on it, that I'd taken it off road, that it had a hundred and something thousand miles on it. Chrysler hubs. Chrysler hubs. Chrysler hubs. I just learned I'm not going to modify my Jeep a lot. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I'm you, taking from if tonight. I, if I were you, I'd go buy stock tires and put it on it and never fucking take it off road. <laughs> well, what I've learned. That's what I've learned. <laughs> Yours is our. What lift do you have on there? I know it's a three and a half. I seriously don't know enough about Jeeps to tell so, you that. So, I mean. So, you got a three and a half inch lift with 35 inch tires. Yeah. On 70. a Dana 30. Oh, he's got the Sport. He's got the Sahara. So, yeah. the Sahara. Oh, well, you know, you got a nice interior. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> there's there's going to be some things you probably should do i already told him yeah i told him because i was like oh that's nice the rubik guy's like oh it's a hair i said <laughs> you know what though it, i'll say this now there is a significant weight difference but that yj that i had had a dana 30 in the front end i thought it had dana 35 35 in the rear oh 30 in the front i never worried about that front end i worried about 35 in the rear more than i worried about that 30 and it was 20 plus year old axles what's the video of the guy that like builds that data 30 from hell uh you're talking about dirt lifestyle yeah yeah <laughs> he built a, yeah. that thing is probably better than my data 44 that 
Oh, it is. Yeah. With everything that he did and then the, the you joint, like, so this guy, he's an off-road, basically he's a fabricator, but he does off-road videos and stuff. And he does a lot of shop videos of him, you know, building crazy shit. And like, he'll take, like, he's got a Land Rover Discovery that he just built a whole bunch of custom stuff for. But he had a Dana 30 that he was putting in, wasn't it like a friend's Jeep or mm. something like that? And they're like, yeah, we're just going to build this thing up to where it's as strong as a 44. And the dude's smart. Like, I don't know if he's like a legit, like went to school for it or if he's just kind of figured it out on his own. But like, he trusts this thing. He put huge ass axles in there, like kind of bigger than what should be. And U joints and I mean, knuckles from... I, could, I don't even remember what knuckles he put in, but they weren't, like, the stock knuckles, obviously. And, yeah, that thing, it was, whenever he finished it, I would have trusted that thing over any chromoly shafted trust Dana 44 stock axle that I've seen. It was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if you know how to weld and you know all that stuff and you know all the math to go along with it, you can do that stuff. And you have a shop with... Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah. I'm never trusting an axle again. I... Dude... I, no, it, it's it's great, but it was literally like two minutes of heating for 10 seconds of welding, and two minutes of heating for 10 seconds of welding. The thing, the knock that I've heard on trussing, and is it messes with the wall of the tube. Yeah. So, uh-huh. like, it makes it stronger, but then it also weakens it. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's because it's basically steel to cast iron. So you're literally just sitting there like. <laughs> like, it's terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's. Every bit, I think, I think we totaled up, it was like 16 hours. Just for yeah. fucking trust those things. I'm sorry. So, I personally would never trust an axle, but that's my personal opinion. You do with it what you want. If you want, you're not running bead lockers with 38s either. No, I'm not. I wouldn't run bead lock wheels either. I love it. I'm sure you do. That five psi is real nice. Yeah, I wouldn't lower my tires to five psi either. It's real nice. I kind of miss those little iron bands I had. My guess is a lot of your transmission issues might have came from that. I wondered, because I made it approximately like 50 miles before the transmission went out after all that shit. It's just the transmission's not designed to push that much weight. Nope. Because, I mean, you're basically rolling on flat tires, and it's causing a huge strain. I could be wrong about that. But she's good now. She got some little upgrades. (laughs) Just a couple. That the warranty company don't need to know about because they ain't watching this podcast. <laughs> yeah, until they do an investigation. <laughs> don't worry, we'll buzz your face out. And... <laughs> it looks a no, lot no, like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was talking to a guy that's wanting to start a podcast earlier today, and he was talking about that, about having people on and you know having them if they didn't want to show their face and 
having voice modulators and all that stuff. And I was like, dude, I can't help you with that. I have no, no idea. Then don't, don't have them on. Yeah. Just... So, and that's what I told him. I said, we're pretty much, we have a couple rules and that's it. I only broke one of them. <laughs> hey, I, I almost broke it twice last time I was on. That's so. okay. That's what that, you know. The first, pause button and all that stuff. The for. first time I was on here, I literally made it like 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, because they're like, hey, what's every, don't say where you work, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, all right, tell us about yourself. And I was like, okay, and this, and this is where I work. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> And I live at this address, and here's my bank account number. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh. So, I guess if anything, my, I don't want to say like lesson to you, like I'm, smarter than you because that's not the case but like no it's my le- caution learn from moran's mistakes yeah i mean yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. it's, there's humor behind it but yeah because the shit you can do with it is very addicting it's very euphoric i mean truthfully is a word mm-hmm. I, I think maybe the right word like when you're standing twelve thousand feet in the air seeing some of the most beautiful shit you've ever seen fuck yeah and here would be my cautionary tale if you're not capable of doing it yourself, pay somebody to do it for you. See, that's what I don't want to hear because I want to learn how to do it. Give me so all your money. Yeah. So there's a I lot mean, of stuff. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff like switching out your rear bumper. You know, we talked about that or putting on a winch or, you know. I'll even do any actual straps. Either. See, there's a there's some wiggle room there. I mean, I've learned though. I'm, I'm, yeah. Like, so, but me like, is you. Yeah, it's clueless. Yeah. So, but like, if you're going to swap out your tie rod ends and then you got to, you know, the front end alignment and the steering box and all of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've done all that stuff and then I had to take it somewhere for them to fine tune it and tweak it because I didn't do it exactly right. And some stuff, man, it's just, it's easier to pay somebody that knows what the hell they're doing. So like. For me, like one of the upgrades that I want to do going forward, and like I said, not anytime soon, but eventually, LS swap. eventually it'll have to be done. Is LS swap. I want a new front. LS rear. swap. Stop talking over me before I throw my chook up at you. It's a bottle and an LS swap. I'm not doing an LS swap. God damn it. Ever. I think those are completely asinine and fucking stupid. And that's my opinion. Have you yelled at any kids to get off your lawn today? Not today. Um, where was that? Oh, front and rear drive shaft. On the surface, doesn't seem like that hard of a swap until you start digging into it. And then it's, so oh, I got to replace this seal and this thing and that thing. And there's more to it than just taking a couple bolts out and putting a couple bolts in. Rear bumper? It's literally a couple bolts out and a couple bolts in. The hardest thing is you need somebody there to help you take it off and put it in place so you can put the bolts in. Or you can do what I did whenever I put my new rear bumper on. Use your jack stand to jack it up and get it in place and then drop it four fucking times on your concrete floor. So fuck all the paint up on it (laughs) before it even goes one inch down the road. Because that's what I did last week. Jeeping. <laughs> Jeeping. <laughs> awesome. So. Yeah, that's. That's that's all. That's just my caution with it. Which. I mean you don't see like. You don't seem like you are an addict. 
like or have addictive style behaviors. And uh, I'll give all the props to Jeremy having being a recovering addict and not transitioning that to something like your Jeep or your bike or. Well, I think part of the credit for that goes to the program I a went wife. through. And, yeah. <laughs> no. I'm, okay. I'm getting there. <laughs> and Rachel for holding me accountable to stuff. Now, you know, I'll say, hey, I want to do this for the Jeep or that for the Jeep. And nine times out of ten, she's like, sure, cool, whatever. But then sometimes she's like, do you really need that? I'm like, well, no, I really don't. I, have, I can wait. I have something for you guys, by the way. Oh, okay. You know those little tents that you see for, like, tailgates? So you can put, like, a five-gallon bucket in. It's like a little portable bathroom. I found one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to you. Great. <laughs> Thank you. What? Think no. of all the time you'll save not having to walk five miles away just to pee. We just have to get it out and set it up every time. That's true. So... You're costing yourself more time if you give it to us. No, it just poop pops right open. Yeah, but how how hard is it to fold back up? Bloop. Poop. Bloop. <laughs> is that what you're gonna be doing inside the tent? Huh? <laughs> no, poop. I mean poop poop. I try to do one nice thing for you. <laughs> hey man, dude, I appreciate it. Rachel will appreciate it. Especially what he hasn't told you is every time we go out, Rachel, who is one of the most educated, strong women I've ever met, is incapable of pissing by herself. Incapable. Ten minute break every time. And Jeremy holds her hand there and holds her hand back. Mountain lions, dude. Mountain lions. What? Safety first. You're not going to shame me with this. I'm not. I got you a tent. Yeah. Bloop. <laughs> what sticker is it going to have on it? No stickers. It's gray and, it's gray and blue. Yeah. It's got like, and the top of it's like a little mesh for breathing if you got to take a number two. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. That will come in handy in July. And then there's like a little like flap hole thing on the side, which I don't know what it's for, but... Stand by. You ready? What fits in there perfectly is the little fan pump for my little inflatable reindeer costume that I have. Mm-hmm. So you can just stick it in there and it's battery powered. Now you got a fart fan. That's taking it to a whole nother level. That's almost glamping. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thank you, James. No problem. Oh. <laughs> uh. I can't wait till you tell her that whenever we go upstairs. Oh, fuck, she's here? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Jana's waiting outside for me right now. <laughs> probably. I don't think she's even texted me. So she's probably blowing up your phone. <laughs> she just said, do you want to die? And that's the last thing I heard. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she's waiting outside for me to die. <laughs> hey, bro. I'm going to make sure that I still stay well back from the door whenever you walk through it. Call threes for a fluid cleanup after this. <laughs> all the blood in your driveway. Not in my house. <laughs> Take it outside. Kill him outside. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, Scott, do you have anything to add 
Nope. This is just educational. Any you questions? Learned, you learned about me. No, you learned is there about a the book called like Jeeping 101? Jeeping for Dummies? Uh-huh. It's called, uh, what's the do- <laughs> dude that does the finance shit? Uh, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. Just read a Dave Ramsey book. No, you I know would, about a Jeep. <laughs> I would point you towards. <laughs> Stay away from it. Yeah. No, I would point you towards. There's just get on YouTube. That's what I've been doing. There, there. Like Janet came home one day and she's like, "What are you doing?" I go, "Watching videos." Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's there's like, You're stupid. Um, pizza rolls in the fridge. <laughs> it's not uh, Jeep specific, but there's a lot of stuff about off roading on a bunch of different channels. One of the ones that I like a lot are some guys from Australia, and they get kind of crazy. But they also have a lot of educational stuff on there about how they have their stuff set up. I think I watched that. It's four-wheel drive 24-7. Yep. Yeah. So that one, Trail Recon's a good one. That dude, he's super knowledgeable, and he doesn't do crazy stuff. And his stuff is more about getting out, having an adventure. They do a lot of cooking-type stuff, too. Um, And then Overland X um, is a buddy of his, um, and it's mostly cooking outside. But he's got like a... He's got one of the new Jeep 392s with his big camper trailer, and I, I mean, it's pimp. I will say, Marco's too, awesome. Um, any like, if you ever, if you go out to Colorado, and you're going to do a trail. Um, every trail has multiple videos on it. Like, yeah, uh, trail recons usually those are the ones I watched before I went to Colorado and Moab on my own. They're, I mean, they're yeah. pretty good. And then. Uh, What's the one? Is it all trail or not all trails? But it's uh trails off road. Oh, yeah. um, they do like really in depth like trail guides where they go out and drive the trail and they show a lot of video on it. <laughs> but then for Colorado and I want to say California too, they have books. No, you gave me the Colorado book. Yeah, yeah. I gave him the Colorado one. Yeah, and that's that will tell you because that's one of the hardest things is just finding the trail. A they lot one, of times. they have one for Utah. I would assume that they yeah. would. Yeah. I don't know if they have one for Arizona. Do they have one for Wyoming? Did you guys see one when you were up there? I did not go to Wyoming. Oh. I wasn't able to go. I had just got my four-door like two months before, and I had done nothing to it. And they were going to do, what's the name of the trail? Uh, Jackson. Morrison Trail. Morrison, yeah. The Morrison Trail, which I still want to go do because it looks like an awesome trail. But um, I didn't have a winch. I didn't have a rear bumper, a front bumper. Like I had nothing done to the Jeep and got a phone call. Hey, we're leaving in three days. And I'm like, yeah, I can't go. So, um, I don't know that they have a book for that, but I do know they have, which he gave you the Colorado book. I think they've got one for California, you know, Utah, all the Moab areas. They probably have one for Arizona because I know they do some stuff there. Yeah. Um, Arkansas has a ton of, off-road trails a ton and the best i will never be going to i'm not mm -mm. why dude arkansas is awesome and especially if you just want to go for a weekend like it's ridiculously fantastic Did you forget what happened down there we're not those aren't the trails that i've been on recently okay then i'm cool yeah it's more like you okay we will plan a weekend i'm not doing the blue trail not doing it we're not going to that trail system at all. Oh, thank God. We'll go do the high watermark trail. Crushed. And I mean absolutely crushed my transmission five minutes into the trail. Because I told him, get an oil plan, 
transmissions, and I told him which one to get. And what did he get? I, he bought a whole bunch of rough country shit. I don't think you he had, bought diff covers, and uh, those helped him a lot. I don't think you had told me then. Yes, I did, because that was after we had went to Tuttle. That was well after. Yeah. Because I didn't get to go to Arkansas that trip. You didn't? No. Oh, it literally took seven hours to tow me out. It was terrible. And it was one of those, like, we got in just far enough that we couldn't really reasonably turn around. And I had, like, basically come down on a rock in the river and just crushed my transmission. And it made it about another 20 minutes. And it started skipping, and I was like, eh, whatever. And then it just died. When I was, like, a foot deep in mud on, like, this corner that it, we broke so many winch cables getting me off. It was terrible. Yeah. Now, the so Gaia GPS is a really great um, GPS system. You can download it on your phone, um, and it'll show you all the forestry roads, trails, and stuff like that. Some of them, like whenever I was telling you we were on that four-wheeler trail, that's one of them that we misread. Right. We thought it was a Jeep trail, and it wasn't. So you got to kind of pick and choose through it. But Arkansas is completely mapped on Gaia. Um, my buddy Bart that I was talking about earlier, he said in Colorado it's less effective. I don't know why, but he spent like a month out there, and he said it was almost useless. He hmm. used a, he used all trails, I think, he said was really effective out there. Well, like half of those are still county roads, too. Yeah. That's what's weird. Like mountain passes are county roads. Yeah. Well, that's Arkansas. They're all either county roads or forestry roads. So if you fuck your Jeep up, you're on a county road. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's a, like, I would highly recommend it, especially, like, if you have time, you know, two, three days, whatever, you can go down there, you can hit a bunch of trails, get a bunch of experience, and there's nothing super hard, super technical. I mean, there's a couple spots, but, yeah, it's, I I highly recommend it. Yeah. So. Oh, and get AAA. I will tell you this. AAA was on its way to the top of Engineer Pass to pick me up. I am a huge advocate for AAA. I just passed the tow truck on the way down. I was like, oh, I think that was for me. <laughs> so, is that when your pulley went out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and that's the biggest thing. Talk to as many people as you can as far as people who actually go off-roading with their Jeeps and stuff, and you can pick up a ton of tips and tricks and but ultimately what it boils down to is what's going to work for you right so whatever brand you know of parts you find success with that's all up to the individual um and then however you set your jeep up you know if you want to do overlanding you want a rooftop tent you you know want this a badass drawer system for cooking or whatever it may be you got to make it work for yourself. Or if it's just, hey, I'm going to go out for a weekend, I'm going to throw the cooler in the back and whatever, then cool. But um, since you have a winch, I would say invest in some recovery gear, you know, just especially if you're going to go out by yourself, which I don't recommend. Yep, I'm not planning on it. Yeah. Then. Unless you just enjoy your butthole puckering. Yeah. You'll do it. Yeah. Know how to use your winch. Get it out. Make sure it's working. All of that stuff. And then. Know your vehicle, you know, and know the common problems associated with that vehicle. So if you have a warning light on, you know 
okay, this is something that needs to be addressed or I can kind of ignore that. So, and no, like, um, one thing that I didn't know, but from watching the 24 seven, the four wheel drive 24 seven videos, they're always fucking swapping out alternators on that thing because the type of vehicles they're using, the alternators hang low and they get mud in them, whatever. And they're pretty straight up and honest of, Hey, this is happening. I know what the problem is because they have a lot of experience with that type of vehicle and they know what the problem is. So, and grand scheme of things, alternators, not hard to check to change. So knowing how to do that basic stuff and carrying some basic tools, maybe a spare part that, you know, kind of is prone to fail. Not terrible ideas. There's a, there's a surprisingly as much of a pain in the ass as they are there. If you know what you're doing, they're fixable almost anywhere. Yeah. Outside of like an idler pulley at the top of a mountain, they're fixable. Yeah. Or at least have the, like, even if they break, they can get you home. Like, if you break an axle shaft, you can still lock your axles and get yeah. where you need to go. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. Even if it's broken, doesn't mean it won't move. Most of the time. Sometimes, yes. But sometimes, no. There's got a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Experience, failures, failure. Yeah. That's the biggest one. Yeah. Like, just accept the fact that you're going to break shit. Even accidentally, you'll learn. Well, yes and no. I would say, like I was telling you earlier, know your vehicle, know its capabilities, and know your capabilities as a driver. If it looks sketchy, think twice about it. Don't hesitate to get out, look at the line, and know what you're looking at. That's one of the biggest things. And that just comes with the experience of doing it. So... That's why you got to go on the 26th. If you're saying I have to go because you're going to use me as a reference. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Hey, you'll, you're going to be the one answering to Jana if something bad happens. Fuck me. <laughs> so I like how you keep throwing see? that out there. I'm a, scape, I'm a scapegoat. That's what the fuck Exactly. There's no doubt in my mind if it comes back with a scratch on Well, Moran did it. Yeah, Moran said I could do it. He was insistent. I told him no, and then he just was like, he Honey, jumped just, in. He, he pushed my foot down on the accelerator. Yeah. I was helpless to stop him. I was standing out talking to so-and-so. Next thing I know, my Jeep is gone, and Moran's just like, fuck you, it's going to do it. And then it was upside down. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I heard, send it. <laughs> Actually, we just need to keep him away from Jennifer. Uh, yeah, an Opie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Jennifer's Jeep is nothing special. It's just a nice lifted Rubicon. Okay tires, okay lift. It cannot, and I mean cannot, get stuck. It can't. I don't know how. Except the time that she was trying to go up that hill, then it kept sinking down in Colorado. Oh. And then she was almost going to. Like it almost flipped and she was sliding backwards and it was pretty sketchy. And it was like, everybody's on the radio. Come back. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun, dude. Especially you get a group of people out there who just want to have fun. And it's just about, you know, riding the trail and that's all it is. Right. It's a great time. That's what I want to experience. You'll have a blast. 
All right. Well, it's like a it's like a blooper episode of the Washdown. Almost. Uh, yeah, like a like a deleted scenes. If you bought the DVD special package, you get this episode. Type. <laughs> Here's all the shit that we didn't feel like was good, so we're just going <laughs> to throw it on the DVD. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to end it the same way that we end it every time. Um, if you're struggling, reach out. Um, there are resources out there. If you know somebody that's struggling, reach out and let them know you care. Let them know where the resources are. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, you know, lighthearted for the most part. And yeah. then we talked about James's problems. So, yeah. Thanks, Scott. You're welcome. Thanks for having me again. Scott's yeah. a police officer for anybody that didn't view his first episode. That just bought a Jeep. Yeah. And he is still incapable of talking in the microphone. Me? Him. Oh, yeah. I was up there. <laughs> This is as we're bagging on somebody else in this episode. <laughs> Thank God. All right, that's it. End it. Let's go. <laughs>